This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue with a series called How God Turns Setbacks into Comebacks. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Now, if you know someone who needs some encouragement right now, be sure to invite them with a text or a phone call to listen along with you. But first, studies have shown the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. But it's not always easy to be thankful. That's why Pastor Rick developed the power of gratitude. It's a special interactive Bible study to help you grow your gratitude. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. If you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 for more information. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part two of a message called, When a Setback Isn't Your Fault. The next thing we learn from this story is what do I need to know about storms? Because if you don't know what storms and setbacks can do to you, you'll likely be manipulated by them. Now, it's very important to be aware of what storms do to you in life so that you don't fall for these traps. So let me give you three traps that storms uh, do in your life, and they're all in that passage of, of Acts 27. Number one, when you're in a storm, when you're in a setback, storms can cause me to drift. They cause me to drift from my goal. That's verse 15. It says this, the the ship was caught up in the storm and the wind was so strong, they couldn't sail against it. They They lost all control, so they stopped trying. And they gave up and they let the wind drive them, drifting in every direction. Now that verse is packed uh, with, with insight. And I want you to look at it again, because notice five ways that a storm, five ways that a setback can unconsciously dominate your life. He says in that verse, first, in a storm, uh, you tend to lose control of your plan, okay? You're not in control anymore. Second, you stop trying because you're tired, and you're tired of fighting the winds and the waves. Third, it says you give up. Fourth, it says you're pressure-driven instead of purpose-driven. It says we let the wind just blow us wherever. And number five, you drift, and you drift in every direction. That's what happens when you get in a storm. Now, there's a voice inside of you that keeps saying, what's the use of trying? Why, Why try to save this? Why try to make this thing work? What's the use in working so hard? Why make the effort? Is it worth it? Those are all things that come when we start to go through storms. Now, let me just get real in your face about this. Have you let storms and setbacks cause mission drift in your life? Have you lost your focus? Uh, You know, in storms, we, we often foolishly try to control the uncontrollable, but you can't. You try to go against the wind, but it's just gonna go this way and that way. Verse 17 of the same chapter, it says this, then the crew tied ropes around the ship to try to hold it together. This is a huge storm and it's being battered back and forth. And and, and in the middle of this storm, they get these giant ropes trying to tie the ship to hold it all together. Now, I don't know how in the world they would do that when they're rocking and tossing in the waves in the dark of night. 
Now, doing this would be difficult in good weather, but as we learn later, it's 14 days of bad weather. This just shows how fearful they were. They're trying to tie ropes around it to hold it together. So let me ask you another personal question. What kind of ropes have you been trying to use to hold it all together? What kind of ropes have you been trying to use to keep it all from falling apart? And we're going to look at a better alternative about that in just a minute. But the first thing you need to know is that when you're in a storm, okay, things are going to kind of fall apart and, and you, you need to realize that they can, they can cause you to drift. Number two, the second thing we learn in this story is that st storms can cause me to discard. Not just to drift, but to discard. Discard what? To discard what I used to value. In other words, your priorities and your values often change when you're in pain. Your priorities and values often change after a setback, after a struggle, after a, um, uh, uh, some kind of setback that you don't know, am I going to get out of this? You know, when you've been in pain, some stuff just doesn't matter as much anymore. And other stuff actually matters even more to you than it ever had. For instance, if you've ever had a long-term illness, and been ill for months and months, you value health a whole lot more than you ever did. Now, in verse 18 and 19 of Acts 27, it says this, that the next day, now remember, they're in this 14-day storm, the gale-forced winds continued to batter the ship, and the crew began throwing all the cargo overboard. The following day, they even threw out all the ship's equipment and anything else they could lay their hands on. Now, I want you to notice the progression here. First, they throw out the cargo. They're trying to lighten the ship. Then they throw out the, the equipment that they need to run the ship. And then later in the, in the story, they're going to throw themselves overboard. They're, they're going to jump in the water and swim. But this is that storms not only cause me to drift, they cause me to discard. We start throwing stuff away. And some of that stuff's valuable. Don't make a, never make a major decision when you're depressed because it'll almost always be the wrong decision. Now, there's a third thing that storms do you, to you, and it's the next verse. And that is this. Storms can cause me to despair, to drift, to discard, throw stuff away, and to despair. Verse 20 says this, the terrible storm raged unabated for many days, blotting out both the sun and the stars. Do you realize there's, it's, they're in total darkness? It's about 14 days. Now, when you can't see the sun and you can't see the stars and you're out on the ocean, uh, you have no compass, you have no sextant, you have no idea where you are. It says, blotting out both the sun and the stars in until in the dark, it says, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. Now picture this, 14 days in total darkness, no stars, no sun, no compass. They have no idea where they are. They're being tossed back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth by the waves. And they're going, we're doomed. We're finished. It's over. It's put a fork in it. It's done. You know, uh, they, they finally say, we finally gave up hope. The very last thing they gave up was hope. Hope is always the last thing to go. Now, the amazing part of this story is how different Paul's reaction is 
to all of the rest of the crew and all the rest of the prisoners on this ship. Everybody else is panicked. Paul is at peace. Everybody else is in despair. Everybody else is, is cowardly shaking. Paul is confident and calm. You know, as a pastor now for many years, I have watched people react to the crises, to the storms, to the setbacks in life. And I've discovered that the true test of your faith is not how high you jump when you're singing praises to God, but how straight you walk when you're going through the valley of the shadow of the death. How do you react to storms and to setbacks? You know, anybody can be a fair weather follower of Jesus. Now, remember, this storm is not Paul's fault. He hadn't been disobedient. He hadn't done anything wrong. He's just along for the ride. He's going to Rome. And he had actually warned them in advance. Uh, God is saying that if we take off now, we're going to sail right into storm. We're going to shipwreck. But they ignored what God had told him and ignored what he told them. But Paul's still filled with hope. Even in these days of total darkness, he's tossing in a violent sea. What in the world is this guy's secret? Well, when you face a setback or, or you face a storm because of somebody else's poor decision, their, their dumb choice, then you need to remember the same three things that Paul remembered. Before I tell you those three things, you may not realize this, but the oldest Christian symbol is actually not the cross. It predates the cross. The oldest Christian symbol is not the fish. You know the fish, the ichthus, which is, stands for, each letter for the word fish stands for Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior. And that was a secret sign among Christians when they were under persecution. But the oldest Christian symbol is not the cross and it is not a fish. The oldest Christian symbol is actually an anchor. Why? Because the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, we have this hope as an anchor for our souls. Now, I'm going to give you three truths right now that are like anchors that will give you stability in the most unstable situations. They're all in this passage. And, and when you're being tossed around and you're tempted to drift and to discard and throw stuff away that's valuable and to despair, you need to instead throw out these three anchors. Let me just give them to you, and then we'll talk about them. The first anchor is the presence of God. The second anchor is the purposes of God. And the third anchor are the promises of God. And these three anchors will prevent you from drifting and from sinking. You throw out these anchors. They're called drift anchors. Now, what, what do I need to remember specifically when I'm feeling hopeless? Well, the Bible tells us also in this story, three things God wants you to remember. Write these down. Number one, when I am feeling hopeless in any situation, first, I remember that God is with me. He hadn't left me. You're not alone. God hasn't abandoned you. God did not abandon Paul, and he has not abandoned you. No matter how dark it may seem, God is with you. He has not abandoned you. Acts chapter 27, verse 21 to 23 says this. Finally, Paul called the crew together. Now remember, they've been battling this depression and despair 
and discarding everything and drifting for days and days and days in the dark. Finally, Paul calls the crew together and he said, men, if you'd listen to me, <laughs> okay, I got I cold told you so, you would have avoided all of this injury and loss. But, Paul says, take courage. Here's the, here's the positive message. Take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. He says, it's going down. There's going to be a, there's going to be a shipwreck. He says, for last night, an angel of God, an angel of the God I serve and belong to stood by me. Circle that phrase. An angel of the God I serve and belong to stood by me. Now, you can't see God. You can't see him physically with your eyes. But right now, God is standing by you because God is omnipresent. That means he can be everywhere at the same time. And, and I, I don't know what you're going through right now as you hear me saying these words, but I do know this, God is with you. He has never not been with you. He's never been nearer than he is this moment, and he's never been farther away than this moment. You say, well, I don't feel him. It has nothing to do with your feelings. It has to do with the reality and the truth that God says, I will always be with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. God does not break his promise. So the first anchor when you're in a storm is to remember the presence of God. He is standing by me. He's right there with me. He's not like way up in heaven. He's right there with you. And if your crisis in your heart, he's actually in you. That's the first anchor, the presence of God. It'll give you stability in the storm. Here's the second anchor that you need to throw out when uh, you're, you're facing these kind of storms or setbacks. And this will give you hope. First, I, I said I remember that God is with me. Number two, I remember that God's purpose is greater than this setback or this storm. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be so glad you did. And be sure to let them know that Pastor Rick has a free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Rick will be right back in just a moment. But first, did you know that experts have discovered that gratitude is the healthiest human emotion? It makes you more resistant to stress and increases your overall happiness and satisfaction. In fact, studies show the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. The Bible tells us to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. So, it's clear that God wants us to develop an attitude of gratitude. But we all know it's not always easy to feel grateful. That's why Pastor Rick developed a Bible study called The Power of Gratitude. This innovative study is filled with scripture, teaching, exercises, quotes, prayers, and journal pages. As you go through the study, you'll discover the many and often unique things you have to be grateful for every day. You'll develop the lifelong habit of expressing gratitude to God, a habit that leads to true happiness and satisfaction. 
We'll send you Pastor Rick's Power of Gratitude Bible Study to say thanks when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take God's Word to people around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Here's Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Friends, today I want to share a letter from Dawn. She almost lost everything in a tragic car accident, but I want you to listen to how God worked in her life. She says, Pastor Rick, I was involved in a head-on collision on my way to work. I could not go to work for three months due to this accident. And because of this, I was terminated from my job. After months of not working, I was completely out of money and food, and my faith was beginning to get very, very thin. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I began to contemplate suicide. And I wondered... If, I, if that maybe that would solve everything. And although I contemplated it, I continued to read and study my Bible every day. And then you started your series called Seeking God for a Breakthrough. And I honestly thought, Rick, that you were talking directly to me. I wondered how you, having never met me, could know what I exactly needed at that moment. I want to deeply thank you and God for this series because with tears rolling down my face, I prayed the prayer of commitment and dedicated my life to Jesus Christ. I had not felt such relief in such a long time. It was your teaching and the guidance in the Daily Hope podcast that has been a tremendous help to me. Wow. Thank you for writing, Dawn. I'm so sorry that you had to go through such a hard time, but I love the fact that you found hope and you found relief in listening to God's word on Daily Hope. You know, maybe you know someone today whose faith, like Dawn's faith, is very thin. Tell them about these Daily Hope messages. Please, tell them. It may be the most important thing you do for somebody. The simple act of encouraging someone to listen to solid biblical teaching can help them start their journey back to God. You can make the difference for eternity. If you'd like to bless Pastor Rick by letting him know how much this broadcast has helped you, please send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.